Welcome to the family of the Tom Bernard Podcast with co-host Catherine Brandt and Andy Brandt-Bernard. Ralph and Alex will be here, but we get... Ooh, Ralph yes. and Alex. That was close. Ralph and Alice. Ralph and Alex. <laughs> yes, others to follow. Others to follow. Yeah. <laughs> They'll but get we here. we do have Tim Lammers and Kristen Burt, right, oh, today? We yeah. do. As far as I know. Fantastic. We'll, uh, we'll take care of them. That'll be not a problem. Just let me know when Timmy's ready to go, and we'll get to him. Can Life do. will be good. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. So Nancy Pelosi did end up going to Taiwan. Yeah, now we're going to go to war. <laughs> Do they really think we will end up going to war over I don't know. It? Apparently we just bombed Afghanistan or something. We, we just bombed something on Saturday. Yeah, we killed one of the leaders, yeah. Okay. Hmm. So I, what, what I'm thinking has happened is Joe Biden went undercover. Or had COVID, right? Right. So, and everyone's saying that he's a feeble old man and he's getting COVID and stuff. So he had to come right, out, right? Being a warmonger. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good point. That that is a really because good point. Because it's interesting. Because I I tried to find out if Taiwan is independent or not. Some people say it is. Some people it say it isn't. It depends on who China you ask. says it isn't. Mm-hmm. And we love China, right? So we're going to probably always side with them. 
Yeah, well, apparently we love China. I don't know why we love China. Because they give us cheap goods and services. We sold all of our manufacturing to them. And we sold half of America to China. So that's why we love China so much. And they probably donate to political people. So it's just a very interesting situation going on in Washington right now. It's kind of, thank you. Yeah. And we exported all of our. Yeah, all of our pollution to China. Yeah, but I have a question That's for true. you. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I brought this up earlier today. What is the difference between their pollution and our pollution? I don't get it. They have fewer regulations. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So in other words, it's worse. Yes. Their pollution is worse than ours, but that's what we're going to do because of the money. This yep. is all about money, isn't it? Absolutely. It's all about money. Everybody God, wants to buy a $3 T-shirt. Everybody, you know, the thing about it, why don't, why don't we make it, you know, we spend all this money in Egypt. They're growing the cotton. Why didn't they throw a little loved one and make a couple T-shirt shops there? I, I know. know. I, I, I agree. They can make the Giza Dreams uh, my pillow sheets out yeah, of the Egyptian cotton. Yeah. Make them there. <clears throat> You know what I love about this world right now? And I'm not defending Tom Brady. He shouldn't have done what he did. But that inflate gate or deflate gate, I guess it was, uh, he got suspended for four games because oh, they're deflating talk. the footballs. Four games that suspended him, right? Right. For messing with the football. This prick that's in Cleveland now, sexual assault charges against 24 women, and he got suspended for six games. Hmm. So you go from taking the air out of a football to sexually, not necessarily, but sexually harassing and some assaulting of 24 women gets you two more games of suspension. And maybe damaging those women's lives, or men, I don't know what this story was. Yeah, I don't either. Deshaun Watson. Maybe, maybe yeah. did, did damaging their lives forever. Forever. And we don't care. I, I just nope. don't under. We don't care about anything anymore but money. That's right. Can't, God, gotta it's have, disgusting. Got to have those sports. Just got to have those sports. Entertainment. Got to have our entertainment. I've come to despise sports. I don't blame you. I used you. to not care about them. It's like, whatever. It's, <laughs> oh, who cares? Now I actively hate them because of the way that they behave. Well, they're disgusting. You should hate them. I, I would have to agree with you. And every year it's the same deal. Oh, the Vikings are going to be great. Yeah, the NFL just said they're going to win maybe eight games. So that's how great they're going to be. And the, tw- and, the, and the odds, it's in Las Vegas for the Twins to win the World Series. 2001. Yeah, 2001, <laughs> baby. That ain't going to happen either. But Apparently what he used to do is he would uh, go into massage parlors and then uh, take off the towel. Right. That was his thing. Yeah, it was a very, very big deal. But he, didn't he also... No, it may not have been a big deal. It might have been a small deal. He, he molested some of the women, though, oh. they said. Oh, well, that's Some of them nice. say, yeah. Yeah. Apparently so, he touched them or whatever. Uh. I just I don't understand that well, about guys. How how is it fun to totally dominate someone who can't fight back? Well, were they rubbing tugs or like a legitimate? No, I, no. I mean they're complaining. So if, if if they were, I imagine they wouldn't be complaining. Well, I think even rubbing tugs have their standards of some kind. How do you know the name of these places, rubbing tugs, honey? I'd like to know I'm that. Very, that's my I learned it on Twitter. It's <laughs> common knowledge. Yeah, there you, you go. You are a saint for living with this filth. <laughs> it's true. I can't believe it. Sometimes you're a saint for living with this. Absolutely. I would Put up with it, and certainly, you know, I put up with. I put my foot down. I put my foot down at home after, <laughs> I, I, af, after I've do. ironed everything, and after I've you know made dinner and everything. I, then I put my foot down. Mm-hmm. I understand completely. There's no question about it. I want to ask you guys a question because I've been noticing. I, I've been keeping track for about the last two months of what happens on Tuesdays to people, or what happens on Monday to people, because on Tuesday people are the crabbiest all week long on Tuesday. Why is um, that? I think it's because they had the weekend and they stayed off of social media. 
And then oh, the, bo- okay. the bots come out on Sunday night late. Yeah, that's true. The political bots come out and they start. They start. I mean, all, every Monday it's like there's all kinds of people attacking Trump because it, I don't know why they're still attacking Trump. They right. just are obsessed with the man. Right. Apparently they do think he's going to run again or something. So they're doing pre-campaigning mm-hmm. against him. And all of the politicians, I mean, we find out that we've bombed somebody. We find out that we've got a problem with Taiwan now and China's mad at us. And so it's like on Monday, it's like, okay. Yeah, it's all bad news. It's all usually bad news. We never have good news, apparently. I mean, killing somebody that masterminded a massacre is probably a good thing. Yeah. I mean, why? I didn't even know that was part of the plan. Did anybody know that that was something we were trying to actively do? No. Okay. No, it's just a situation where I, I just I, I've noticed on Tuesdays people people show up for work they're crabby as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally had to go and, and say, say to some of my coworkers, "Cheer up for Christ's sake!" It's the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. Sure yeah, yeah, pretty much State of the World now. Yeah. Don't you think his mm-hmm. name was Zawahiri, and apparently he was the yeah. most wanted terrorist in the whole world. Not anymore. So they drone striked him. They drone twenty-five him. million dollar bounty. Wow! Who told me? I'd go there. <laughs> Twenty-five. Who, who, who puts the who puts the hit out on it? I think. Uh, well, let's see. Hard I think be- it was the U.S. government. Yeah, U.S. government bombed Hard the troops. Hard to believe bombed. that one of his own guys wouldn't turn on him for that kind I of thing. I know, for twenty-five well, million true. dollars, but twenty-five million and uh, and safe haven in America. Yeah, it yeah. is interesting. Oh, well, speaking yeah. speaking of money, by the way, you guys will get a good laugh out of this, and I could track the story down, I suppose, but not necessary. People were asked if they had got because this man who uh, won the 1.3 billion dollar lottery uh, after taxes, master. everything else, he's going to walk away with 474 million dollars, and <clears throat> laughably, a third of the people responding to a questionnaire said. Oh, I wouldn't take the money. I would. I would just give it to everybody else. Oh, yeah. Sure, you <laughs> would. <laughs> what they're trying to do is get karma to give them the money. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, but karma knows your motives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'd keep a little, but I'd give most of it away. Yeah, yeah sure okay. you would. I think I would give a lot of it away. Well, a lot, but not most of it. No, not most of it. Take, take, ten, take. Okay, fifteen percent. That's what the church wants. Take fifteen percent, put it in an irrevocable trust, and then have your. Uh, all your relatives you benefit from that, and they can hear yes. your little taste. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, so they won't continually bother you for money. Just give them some, and that's, that's it. Right. That's right. it. Well, I mean, that's you're talking seventy-four million dollars if you do that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you still end up with with four hundred million, but you gave away seventy-five, seventy-four, seventy-five million. So how could they want more than that? Yeah. If you if you need more than five million dollars to breathe, you got problems. Yeah. Yeah. yeah five, for real. Five hundred million. That's uh, private plane money. That's oh, private no. plane oh, yeah, money. Well, that's well beyond private. That's private <clears throat> island money. Ooh. You don't need a private plane then. Exactly. You think Where are you so, going to go? So well, Andy. That is exactly the way we should do it. <clears throat> well, you need two private islands and a jet to go. <laughs> yeah. You need one in the north so you can go there in the summer. Yeah, right. And then right. one around the equator you can go there in the winter. And actually, you need four because you need two in each area so you can put the family and other people on the yeah. other island. So, no, you're, you're, so you're they're not you. Yeah. There you go. I'm flying to my northern island. <laughs> my northern islands. Well, that's what Epstein did. I thought he just uh, had the one. Oh, I thought he had two islands. Hi. Well, he had, he was Hi. he was in New York. He was in Palm Beach. Yep. He had his own private island somewhere in the Caribbean or something, I guess it was. And then he had one more place, but oh no, he had a place in London. He had like five places, I think. Yep. Wow. He had uh, a lot of money and power. Yeah, he did, unfortunately. 
Uh, did you ever see a picture of him before he had all the plastic surgery? Oh, no. I didn't even know he, he had plastic pretty... surgery. He looked exactly like Andre the Giant. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. Same hairstyle, uh, same facial features. He looked like a small version of Andre the Giant. And then all of a sudden he starts looking, and all of a sudden he's this handsome devil. Oh, Andre like, the Giant. Oh, what oh yeah, you can tell he had plastic surgery. Never mind. Oh, really? He, yeah. yeah. You can tell that he had a little work You can't work tell done. now. No, 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 once your head's caved in, you can't tell. Well, I don't know. The skin draws back after you die. It's sure basically does. a facelift. That's what it is. Who are we talking about? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Oh, about just, his private island. Yeah, we're talking about that, Alex, because uh, people were polled, and, and like 35% of them said that if they won $474 million in a lottery, they'd just give it away. They wouldn't keep it. <laughs> Liars. Did you get a good laugh out of that one, Alex? It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Is what give it is. all away. Well, mom just mom said they were begging karma is what they were doing. So well, they, everyone thinks that they're this benevolent hero of yeah, the world. Yeah, they do. That's true. Always, in hypothetical situations, of course, they'd always do the right thing. They'd always be altruistic, but then in reality, they're never altruistic. Makes you think. It makes yeah. you. Think. Their altruism underwhelms me. Yeah, it sure <laughs> does. Okay, I need uh, I need a little tip from you. Uh, Ralphie boy, it's gonna cost oh. you. You got a new a new restaurant called Makanda. Oh jeez, you know anything about it? Wakanda forever. Makanda. Well, first off, they named it Makanda, and the I the country where what uh, what's the name of the superhero? He comes from Wakanda. Yes, you know, so it's the a little Black Panther. So it's a little bit of cultural appropriation. For that, that truly, that, that I look, you know, as conservative as I can be, I saw that. That doesn't make any Makanda. It's just a stupid name. First what is off. what kind of restaurant? It's it's supposed to be some restaurant, some Spanish theme tapas esque restaurant. Blah 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 blah. It echoes Daniel Del Prado's greatest hits. Yeah, well, there, there you go. Well, we went, we went, and uh, I ain't going back. Oh, looks, really? It's looks not very like good. It's supposed to be like trendy Mexican food. Yeah, and it's just bizarre. It's got a hi-fi bar. So a hi-fi. What is that? Like. Uh, the old hi-fis, you know, you put a record on them. Oh, they do, really? Yeah, like they have, yeah, vinyl albums and hi-fis, and it's like, you know, oh, I didn't trying hear a little too hard I didn't to be trendy. Any of that. I mean, some and some of the architect, some of the structural pieces were just there's a, there's there's a little there's a little bench seat ne- next to the bar. It's on the far side from the lake of the bar, and we sat down. That would be a nice little place. You just sit, have a drink, maybe have a little snack or some such thing. We sat there. And the footrest was so uncomfortable, we got up and moved. Really? It was just it was it just made no sense. It was ergonomically flawed. Hmm. So we left that. That was the first step. Then the drinks were bizarre. I mean, they the drinks were like an ounce, maybe an ounce and a half, or two ounces at most. Not it was a bizarre. It was a bizarre place. Bizarre. Well, experience. you might change your mind. Why is that? When you realize that DJ Bootsy Ballins is going to be there in two days. Oh, well. DJ Bootsy Ballins? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, well, DJ Bootsy. I didn't see the DJ stage there. Oh, DJ Truck Stash. That's in five days. So What are you talking about? <laughs> this is a list of DJs coming to Maconda on their website. Oh, so they play music while you're eating? Yep. No, thank you. Probably yeah. outside. I'm out. Oh, but then they, and oh, they, oh, the other thing that I found very interesting about that restaurant, once again, it's an architectural piece. They have banquettes. Baguettes at hold maybe where anywhere from uh, four, well anywhere from four to six people. They took the banquettes, put them out on this beautiful, beautiful outdoor air, seating area that they have. Face it, and, it, and it's adjacent to the lake. They face those away from the lake. 
What? Why? I no clue. No, I, 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 I don't. I mean, I just, I ain't going back. I ain't going back. You know, the guacamole was oversalted. Oh, so, Lammers, like what's that. your favorite yeah. DJ Bootsy Ballins track? <laughs> yeah, what is? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I have no idea. I came in during the uh, lottery conversation. I, oh, yeah, I'd give all 300-some million dollars away. No problem, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'll tell you what's altruistic. I, I, I got a, a bone to pick with. with I, I'm trying to figure out this whole gas thing. Can you help mm-hmm. me figure out this whole gas price thing? Sure. How, how do stations determine what to send set their price per gallon because great question this is this is movie, actually know. this is movie related because i went to screen bullet train last night and of course i'm out in the in in the in the boondock so it's quite a drive for me um and then in medina the price was 444 if, if you want me to i can call off the uh the uh franchise 444 uh, a gallon yeah, four forty four for unleaded, basic unleaded. Um, Not great. Maybe as high as four sixty nine. Okay. Yikes. Then I get back on the way back. Buffalo is a good place to get gas. Um, I got it for three forty one. Wow. Which is a whole dollar and three cents cheaper. Yeah, amazing. A lot. Okay. How? So so what am I? Are are people? Are are stations? Are, you know. Your 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 uh, convenience stores or whatever are they are, are they gouging or what what the hell's going on? I mean, how could you have that big a, a full dollar and three cents disparity? Seems to be a lot. Well, the minimum in Minnesota and I think some other states, uh, they set a minimum based on the co- the at cost price. So selling something at cost means selling something for the same price you bought it for. So if they're you know. If they're buying gas for $4 a gallon from the oil company, they can't sell it for less than $4 a gallon. However, they are allowed to sell it below cost for a total of three days every quarter Uh, as a promotion. This this, this particular place that I got, it's the best place all the time. Well, it might only be the best place for three days because that's the law. So, So then I guess what you're telling me, Andy, is... It's in all likelihood, let's just say for the sake of argument, they're selling it for cost. Uh-huh. They're selling it for $3.41 a gallon. That means these other places are making a dollar three per gallon, if not more. Right. Yes, but there is no law that says you can't raise your price as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody will go there. It, yeah. It just, yeah, no well, one will go there if they have yeah, a choice. Laws. The problem is these, 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 these places are on freeways or highways yeah right. you know? that's, that's where the demand is. right there yep. and they're convenient to to do it now look i know that some franchises are bigger than others and you have overhead costs etc cetera, etc cetera. but it just i mean generally uh during this whole quote-unquote crisis um you know you might get a disparity of uh you know 20 30 40 cents but this was ridiculous seeing that it was a full dollar and three cents cheaper than it was other places i thought god that's that seems there's something going on here well that was gouging i'm pretty 440 yeah if not higher if not higher if the market will bear that that's not gouging if the market will bear that it's not gouging it's supply and demand if you need mm. gas and you're on the freeway and you don't want to drive two or three miles off the freeway to get cheaper gas that's what it is it's not gouging it's just they charge more 
the way it is. I, 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 but there I, are anti-gouging laws. I mean, I know that in, in California, especially where it's really outrageous, that that you know, um, if 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 word is out that there's a quote-unquote shortage, uh, even though you know oil companies are taking in record profits right now, um, you know, then 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 some gas stations may set it higher than they probably should you know and they could get busted for that if you're fascinated by aliens ghosts cryptid creatures like bigfoot then i have the show for you the paranormal 60 with dave schrader each week we investigate different claims of the supernatural bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms tune in pocket cast teaser amazon music audible podcast addict podchaser The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Dan Chesky's here from Dan's Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dan Southside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Auto Body of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them and trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced, professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender? You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Everybody wants to cut down on carbon dioxide. Everybody, oh, we got the, we're gonna, the world's going to end. And I've said before that 20 years ago, the U.S. government, state governments, should start, start, of in, start of increasing the gasoline tax so that the increase in price would help cut back on demand, cut back on pollution, cut, and, and help conserve our natural resources. And then use that money. Use that money for mass transit and protection in mass transit so we so that it's safe to use and people might consider using an alternate form rather than driving. Well, that's the thing is 
I mean, Minneapolis has a really great mass transit system. It's just unsafe to use. Yeah, you can't use it. I used to use it fairly frequently, but I wouldn't set foot on it now. There's no way in hell, and most people agree. Yeah, it's so that's so there's that's they just didn't do that and now they are missing out on the tax revenue that could have come from that they've they have missed out on a on a very simple way to social engineer that which many governments want to particularly in the cities yet they're spineless to do that to do anything about the things they complain about the most well i was just uh, telling melissa the other day minnesota had what a nine billion dollar surplus and did they put it toward infrastructure did they put it toward renewable energy did they put it toward recycling any of the things that they say is going to destroy the world if we don't do they didn't put one dollar toward any of it they bought votes with it and that's that's minnesota for you i agree they could i mean how many hundreds of thousands of solar panels could they have built with that money and listen and that and that and that sort of thing that you would think you would think is a liberal kind of attitude you would think but as a centrist i see i can see that if right. I was in charge, yeah, I would have absolutely built tons of solar panels and wind farms all across yeah. the state. Made us less reliant on natural gas or oil for energy production, that sort of thing. But nope, they uh, they decided that wasn't worth doing. A fusion plant here. I mean, whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, nuclear is obviously Send the best to way to go, but... <laughs> No one, no one wants a nuclear plant anywhere near them. They're all afraid. Oh, they just had to fire one up in the East Coast. Oh, big, or a coal? Nine? No, a coal one. They had to fire up a coal plant. They're building coal power plants everywhere because they're cutting power plants everywhere else. But isn't nuclear power actually cleaner than coal power? <laughs> Significantly. Significantly. So why? Why? Because then? America dropped the atomic bomb. America yep. has this this horrid fear of atomic bombs yep. and atomic energy because they are the ones that drop it. They feel social responsibility, and they're trying to abrogate their responsibility or that feeling by not having nuclear power and saying it's a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that, a, I remember when I was sense. a kid, people were still like talking about Three Mile Island nonstop. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was talking about Three Mile Island. If you had to guess how many people died in the Three Mile Island meltdown, no, what would none. you say? None. Yep. So you already know. <clears throat> Zero deaths. Zero deaths. But, but, but they were talking about it for 20 years as if it was like something that turned half the country into a crater. You know, with the, you know, and there have been problems, but those were engineering problems, engineering and actual not following protocols. Yeah. The whole thing in Russia, Chernobyl, was that they tried to start a nuclear reactor when they'd shut it down too fast. They tried to start it too fast, and it, ran, it that's normally it's expected in any nuclear reactor. And then in Fukushima, they put they put the reactor on the coast where the oh, that there was were the actually uh, yeah. hundreds of year old stone carvings yeah. in that area left by ancient Japanese people that said do not build below this point and they built below that point there you go and that's when the reactor blew up so so God. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I am so frustrated. The government, yeah. conservative and liberal, conservative and liberal, have done absolutely nothing for energy. Nothing. Zero. Haven't oh, improved no, the grid. Nothing. Zero. They uh, made it so you can't produce more um, internal combustion engine cars. Right. That'll right. certainly fix it with no grid to support electric cars. Kind of like how California had to shut down their grid how yeah, many times in the past? Did. Just one year. They're buying energy from elsewhere because they all have electric cars, but they don't have the grid to support them. <laughs> To charge it, there you go. Yep. Who dropped the big nuke? Was that Truman? Uh, I think yeah. so. I think it was Harry. Yeah, Truman he, t- he took he took he took he took over, and he said, yeah, "Well, he heard the the pros and cons, and says, 
It's popped. It's light that candle, and boom. Well, and one thing about nukes is that the fuel in a nuclear reactor is not the same as what's in an atomic bomb. Right. Atomic bombs use plutonium, uh, which you would not use in a nuclear reactor because it's very, very dangerous stuff. You have to, I think, you have well, you to bombard could. uranium with neutrons in order to make it into plutonium. Yeah. But but you can you can use it. It's just not used. You, you use can. Uranium, it would be like putting jet fuel in a yeah. car. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. You don't do it. Yeah. So or, or you, yeah, you, you make plutonium out of a breeder reactor. And do you think if you think uranium is hard to get, plutonium is harder. They to can stop. detect that from miles and miles away. They have radiation detectors in every city all over the place. And because of the gamma radiation that plutonium emits, you can detect it through walls, through anything. There's no, there's no thing that you can hold plutonium in well, and get away with it. Well, I had some, I had some scan done, some nuclear. They gave me some something. I don't know for what, whatever it was, and they said, "Here's a card. If you go to the airport, they'll yep. ask you for it because you're they'll still mediating this." Alpha radiation Jeez. or gamma radiation a little bit, and they'll detect it. So hey, here's your card that says that you were injected and with this stuff. And X-ray is mostly beta radiation, right? I believe. Hmm. Boy, they, I don't remember the, the. I don't remember the Greek letter that goes with it. It's not quite as uh, not intense as the uh, plutonium variety. Yeah. But yeah, I'd, the idea of someone like smuggling plutonium out of a nuclear reactor to build an atomic bomb with does, oh, well, doesn't well, that, make that, sense. Yeah, it's just uh, there's uh, there's an unfounded fear, like there's an unfounded fear of Zika virus and an unfounded no. fear. Oh my gosh, Zika virus. I remember virus. that. Yeah. Zika, I remember canceling a trip to Florida because I was pregnant and and the. Uh, West Nile virus. We have an unfounded mm-hmm. fear of that. Bird flu. Uh, uh, bird flu. Pig swine flu. flu yeah. Swine flu. We got all sorts of. We're, we have an unfounded fear of all these things, and and everybody just they love the hysteria. Or I should that's a wrong word. They love this absolute fear and this absolute uh, joy and wallowing in their fear of this things. That's true. what they people just wallow in that. Oh my God! What oh, is they terrible? love that. Oh, they love wallowing in fear. Oh, oh I know. I geez. do. Uh, I'm telling you, it's just kind of how that whole deal is. But and speaking of wallowing in fear, <clears throat> Tim. Tim, are you still there? Tim? Wallowing in fear. I'm still here. I, I asked about gas prices. I love how this, you know, this yeah, way to go, Tim. Morphs into a much bigger uh, concept. No, well, maybe you touched true. a nerve. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? They start like, talking about gas prices. Do? Everybody gets wild. So, Turns Timmy. Yes, sir. I got to ask you a question because I've gotten this. I talked to my friend Renee about this yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I was talking to him about dope sick, and he said I, I had to stop watching it. He said it was just oh. so upsetting; it made me so uncomfortable. It, it, that it's these... upsetting at the very beginning. I know, and it gets worse along the way. It does. It should be required oh, reading for all students. I agree. Everywhere. Honestly, episode seven was so bad, I don't know if I can watch episode eight, which is the final episode, so I'm going to have to. Well, you've got to think that they, they're going to finally get their comeuppance. Oh, my God, that uh, Sackler family is disgusting. Yeah, but that being I said. I think if you read anything about it, you know what's going to happen, yeah. and you're not going to be happy about it. I no. think there's, some, there's more stuff that happened afterwards, because I, yeah. I remember following the story, um, not terribly closely, but sort of and i remember at first the sackler family was only fined like 300 million or something yeah. it's something just paltry to these people and um afterwards there have been a lot of things that have happened i think there was just so much outrage that the courts just couldn't ignore it well i mean but the, the big thing is jail time has there been any jail time 
don't think so. No, I don't think so, no. no but they, no. They've, they've had to give up the rights to OxyContin completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've had to pay back. I, th- I think they're going to probably end up being bankrupt. Oh, are they? So that would be a good thing. You mean after they hide the money? Well, the wow, problem is, is they what they do is they get these incredibly high-powered attorneys who stay right. just on the edge of the law, and they make deals with the government, and so they don't want that to come out in federal court that there were dirty dealings within the government, within the FDA. Mm-hmm. So, of course, nobody's going to go to jail because then the government's going to look bad, and that's their number one job is to not look bad. <laughs> It's hard to argue. Well put. Well put. <laughs> well, it, seriously. And that's my All business. Right. Yep. To not look bad. Exactly. Now, Tim, there's a bit of good mm-hmm. news, and Alex just got here, so I'll tell her, too. Mm, uh, Elizabeth Johnson finally uh, was cleared. Um, and so I'm, I've been thinking about that my whole life. Elizabeth Johnson, I was hoping she'd be, uh, she'd be cleared Who? of charges. Elizabeth Johnson. Uh, she, she was cleared uh, um, just yesterday. As a matter of fact, from what I understand, uh, you think it takes a long time to get people cleared in our court system? What do you guys think? Yes. Long mm-hmm. time? So I think Elizabeth Johnson was charged with something. No, not charged. She was charged. She was cleared from the charges. Cleared from the charges. And you know what she was charged with? No. Mm-mm. 329 years ago, she was charged with being a witch. Okay. Good Lord. They're wasting time on that. 329 years to clear the woman. I know, but they're wasting court time on that. They're wasting. Was, was, I, I, I have to confess, I, I didn't know who Elizabeth Johnson was. No. Oh, good. Um, but but uh, did they convict her at the same time they charged her? I believe so, yes. And did they did they execute her, or was she banned, or what? Did, what, what? You know they... You know that they didn't burn any witches? They pretty much... No, in America, they didn't... Yeah, they didn't burn witches here. What? People think they did. I've seen many, many shows about burning <laughs> witches in yeah. Salem. Movies. I thought nope. they yeah. threw them in a, in a pond movies. or something, and if they drowned and floated, that meant they were, they were if innocent. If they floated, they were witches. That's right. I because, don't float, oh, so... Oh. But, I don't either. I've tried. Oh, so we've had to... We kill them to find out if they're a witch. Remember okay, what Monty Python sense. did. Are they... If you... <laughs> If you weighed less than a less than a duck, <laughs> if you weighed less than a duck, you were a witch. I think mirror. I think the mirror needs a new editor. I think every news site needs you a new so? editor. But uh, well, so Elizabeth Johnson was apparently found guilty uh, in Colonial Massachusetts in 1962. Salem, yeah. 1962. <laughs> that's what they wrote. 1692. I think that's what they meant. Wow. It was 1692. Back in the 60s. When they yeah. were Colonial Massachusetts, just 60 before, years ago. Just before the Beatles broke, <laughs> she was found to be a witch. Jeez. That's exactly right. Did they really put 1962? Yes, they did. Yeah, because it was 1693, actually. Well, they put between February 1962 and May 1963. So they did it twice in a row. <laughs> People Which, just don't pay attention at all. Nobody ever completes not. their work anymore. So why do, why do we waste waste any judicial time on this? I have no idea. It's so stupid. I don't, I don't understand. She's been either. dead for hundreds, hundreds of, years. of years. 329. It's not that long. I mean, arrest her. Yeah. Why don't they just yeah. do some sort of a sweeping thing yeah. where Everyone, anybody, yeah. anybody anywhere that was accused of all these stupid-ass things that they used to accuse people of <laughs> is just done? Uh, they're all pardoned. Nobody did anything wrong, and that's the end of it. Why do case by case and clog up courts with this? Because crap? it lets them uh, generate news headlines about how heroic and progressive they are. Pontificate. Uh, exactly. Well, 
Well, and and it's kind of like let's let's wave the hand over here while we do something with this hand. I know, right? but they, they never something, something else going on if they yeah, well, distract exactly. us with that. They always have some reason to show how wonderful they are. Yeah. Also, so. do we know for a fact she wasn't a witch? <laughs> no, yeah. she's, she's the wasn't. only one who had confessed in the trial. Well, the, probably, all the others denied the charge. Yeah, they probably pulled so. out her fingernails or something. So what was that all about, really? Why did they, in Salem, Massachusetts, decide to kill women because, was there some... Men and women. New, oh, men and women were killed? I yeah. didn't know that. Well, so there no men which is probably because, no because anybody that spoke against whatever regime was running the show, they didn't like it. So that's what it was? Of course or, it is. They had to make up some stuff. Plus yeah. they were appeared in society, so... <laughs> Yeah, and that little, oh, you got a little religion that might have floated in there as well, you know. Well, well people also think they might have, it might have been like a weaponized kind of thing. It's like, oh, well, I don't like this family over there, oh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say that I saw them drawing a pentagram in salt or whatever, and off they go. Yeah, or you just go draw one on their house and go, oh, that wasn't yeah. there yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, must Which be a witch. no different from these days. What's yes. the difference between a witch and a Wiccan? Is that the same thing? No. Wiccans are witches, but they don't worship the devil. Oh, they don't. They okay. worship, uh, I forget what are they? Nature. Some, are, are they Wiccans just... are like nature. Yeah, they're, they're more. Yeah. Well, they're there's, a, there's an earth goddess. Yeah, Satanists are worship the devil. For the love yes. of God, people. Oh, but witches back then, they were they used the devil's power for their own purposes. Yeah, which now Wiccans <laughs> don't do that. Wiccans use the Earth's power for their own purposes. I have a question for you. Why would anyone worship the devil? What good can come of it? Well, I mean, even in the Bible, it says that the devil can grant you power. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just, all about power and money again. Exactly, yes. It always has been about or power and money. Or just being weird. The one Satanist that I know is They're always very weird, weird people, So yes. it's just... But I mean, yeah, like sorcery, that kind of thing do. in the Bible, that comes from the devil. If you can cast magic, the devil's letting you... Or a demon. If you summon a demon, they can grant you power, that that sort of thing, too. Can they tell her? I... Yep. Yeah. Both <laughs> of them have their own personal demon, I... Teller, he had, he had to trade his voice and, to the demon yeah, for the did, magic Yeah, he can't talk anymore. Ben's a vocal atheist. Yes, the, he sure is. So. Really? Yeah. Well, or yeah. so he says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dated a boy in high school or college or something, and he said, and I have been an avid meditator since yeah. like late high school, and he said that um, I should be careful with meditation because when you free your mind that much, there's you're allowing evils the, getting in. Yeah, like the devil sure. to come and like. Get in your body and take over. Oh, I totally believe that. I was like, I was like, yeah, all right. I, I well, bet you do. It's gonna be nice to see you. Yeah. Walk well, slowly backwards. Uh, well, well, that, you know, when, yeah. <laughs> when I was in medical school, there was a there was an individual named Ray Reed. Ray Reed was in medical school with me, and uh, I looked. I would I visited with him and talked to him, and he would never look me in the eyes. Oh, and, yeah. And I thought to myself, man, that is so weird. So weird. And eventually I started talking to him a little bit more. Here's a Navajo, and you don't look at other people in the eyes because you will transfer evil spirits, and that's uh, a belief system that they have. Oh, the evil eye kind of thing? It, um, no, it might be similar to that, but you don't look at other people in the eye. And I, when, once he told me that, I go, oh, well, that makes sense now. Well, that, that's why I don't look at people in the eye, of course. <laughs> Well, I, it's aren't there a I'm lot of cultures that won't let you take their photo that's and right. all well, that yeah, kind of stuff because they think you capture their there's soul? all sorts of things, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think they're wonderful beliefs, and there's nothing wrong with it. You know, But once I heard it, I go, okay, well, now it makes sense So, for me. So, okay, good. Yeah. Although when I asked him what he did before he went to medical school, 
he looked me right in the eye and said, I was a spy. Oh, oh. And I go, well, Whoa, that freaked me out. And he yeah. was. He was. He was. He was. He was. He was a spy. Spy doctor. Spy man. Doctor spy. Unbelievable. I always tell people they're spies. Spies? You just look right at him. You're a spy. You're a spy. I know you're a spy. Do you think the world will ever settle down, Tim Lammers? Uh, I do not think so, and I think it's getting more insane by the day. What is the deal with this blonde, this this Marilyn Monroe movie? Uh, do you, have you heard about this? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and right now they're really not giving us a lot of details as to why it's rated NC-17. Oh, um, wow. That's the big deal right now. You don't that see that very often. No, not anymore. It, yeah, right. It, it's, it's, it's rated NC-17, which generally theaters aren't going to play those. I no. mean, it's the oh, modern really? day, okay. even though it's not those sorts of films, like as in pornographic um nc-17s are for adults only so it's you know you it's not like r where you have to be accompanied by an adult you know if you're 17 or under so you know that's that's where the buzz is coming from right now whatever cuts they were asking uh that that the mpa was asking they're not going to make them um so Hmm. it could potentially be the first nc-17 film nominated for oscars Hmm. right um, there were X-rated films nominated for Oscars, like Midnight Cowboy, I believe, is an X-rated it, it film. Was, yeah. It was, yeah. It wasn't a pornographic film. It's not a so, thing anymore, though. No, right? it's not. Um, I, what I've heard, um, the, the, the rating uh, is stemming from a brutal sexual assault scene. Ugh. In which, you know, honest to God, I don't want to see that. No. You know, no. I, I, you yeah, that know, sounds like shock and, kind and, of thing. And, you know, look, Marilyn Monroe lived a very, very tragic life. Yeah. Right? And and so you can only imagine that she is the victim in this case. And I, I just don't want to see that. No. No, I don't see rape and um, stuff. No, other God, than that, no. you know, is it is it what else could, could they have done to make it to merit that rating? Right, um, right. Because right now, honestly, and I've said this before, if you watch a show like The Boys on Amazon Prime, all bets are off. I mean, I have never seen anything as violent or, you know, regarding sex-wise stuff on streaming ever. I mean, what, so what, what all of a sudden, did, but again, that, you know what, that's a, that's a TV show. Well, does the so FCC maybe, even have jurisdiction over streaming? No. Uh, well, I mean, obviously they do. See, here's the thing. Netflix is releasing this, okay? So, for awards consideration, they need to um, release it uh, in theaters for a short amount of time to qualify. What Netflix is going to do is what they always do. Yeah. They're going to rent theaters themselves. They're going to they're going to play it for a weekend in New York and Los Angeles, and that will qualify them. And then it's going to be on streaming. And this is all about awards for them, and and that's why I would imagine they needed to get the film rated, because again, it's going to be playing in theaters. So I don't know, when but that's that's what the big controversy is now over the NC seventeen. But again, that the only details so far were about, you know, that the, the quote unquote brutal sexual assault uh, that takes place in the in the film. When's the Academy going to abandon this uh, this? 20th century, uh, 20th century requirement. You know, this is the 21st century. You know, they're 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 closing theaters in droves. You know, really, it has to be in a theater. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a little pious, don't you think? Yeah, well, I mean, again, it's that society that needs to tell you what to do, what to think, how to feel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I, you know, look, I get it. I don't want little kids running into an R movie. No. <laughs> you know, no. look, I tried to keep my kids from seeing R movies as long as I possibly could. You know, I tried to be as responsible as I could as a yeah. parent yep. to not expose them to that sort of stuff. So I think that, you know, the ratings are there for a reason, but there are also ways around things. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. it all people studios go for certain ratings because they're looking for certain audiences. So superhero movies are generally not rated R because they get younger audience mm -hmm. members in there, but they can get to the point now where they're PG-13, and if they're PG-13, they're allowed two F-bombs, okay, yep. in, in a non-sexual context. So there, there's some wiggle room in between those ratings that they, they tend to take advantage of. Now, in the, at the same time, films that want that adult audience, that want to give the imp impression that they're hard-edged, are purposefully going to include all those F-bombs or whatever, maybe three only just so they can qualify for mm -hmm. that r rating yeah you know so it's it is kind of a game in a sort of way the yeah. only sure thing is your g-rated movies yeah. well, just <laughs> you know but even but but even animated films most of them you know your disney types uh are pg now so yeah know. i don't know i can't name the latest g-rated movie that i know that came out been a while. Like a as big far as one, a of G -rated, course. A, a G-rated live-action film? I can't even think of the last time that Let's happened. See. What, was film? Minions G? Probably, I would guess. I suppose that would make uh, sense. Let Let's me see. Look. Uh, you know, it's probably PG. They probably had some... Really? See, because this appealed to adults. It's PG. It oh, is there PG, you go. okay. G is, like, you know? just not a thing anymore. PG. I mean, unless it's literally made for, like, four-year-olds. But like a big, you know a big movie coming out by Pixar or whatever, they're never going to be G ever again. Minions probably got the PG because of action violence. Yeah, probably. Cartoon Even though mischief? the Minions are using fart guns, you know, yeah. they're still guns. I love guns. the fart guns. <laughs> I love those fart guns. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we're going to find out soon enough what Marilyn is all about. Uh, again, you know, look, Netflix wants to rattle cages. They want... The publicity because you know their subscribership took another dive um and they're they, they're painting the sunny face on it by saying hey we only lost nine hundred thousand instead of the two million that we thought we were going to lose but netflix needs all of the, the publicity good bad or otherwise that they can get right now just to keep them top of mind with with streaming uh consumers because there are just way too many options now and they're the most expensive and they're you know, one of the thing is, you, you mentioned, uh, Catherine, you said something about pulling fingernails out, mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny because there's a scene like that in The Gray Man, oh. which I must highly, re not because of that scene. I cringed. I couldn't watch. But The Gray Man is a terrific movie on Netflix right now. And um, that costs the Netflix an original $220 million. How many of those can you do before you're passing that cost on to the consumer? Oh, yeah. So, you know, those sorts of productions are coming into question now. And it, it comes on top of the fact that if you got 4K streaming from Netflix, you're paying over 20 bucks a month now. Yeah, you definitely are. And when you add on Paramount Plus, when you add on HBO Max, which is 14.99, Disney Plus, you know, Hulu, 
I mean, it adds up. It's back to the old uh, days where we had all those different cable subscriptions. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Each week, we investigate different claims of the supernatural, bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world. Listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Tune in Pocket Cast, Deezer, Amazon Music, Audible, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales, leaders go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Clothing and helmets, too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. I do have a question for everyone here, and I want to be very clear. I don't give a rat's ass about this kind of thing. If you're an actor, you can play whomever you wish. I don't care. But, you know, this whole situation about, oh, it's culturally inappropriate. They're playing a Spanish person, and they're not Spanish. They're Caucasian, and that's cultural appropriation. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. And You know, you hear that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this woman who's playing Marilyn Monroe, uh, her name is Armas. Okay. Anna Diarmas, yeah. Yeah, well, she's got a Spanish accent, hmm. which I don't care. I personally, if she's a good actress, I don't care what kind of accent you got. I don't care that you're Cuban Spanish. doesn't bother me. But if the shoe was on the other foot, there'd be nothing but bitching going on about this. 
Right. You know, it's going to get to the point now where I, I, in Bullet Train last night, for example, there were American actors that were doing British accents. Oh, now yeah. Now you always have British actors doing American accents. How long before it gets to that point where, well, it has to be a British person. I know. It's it British people American. are white, so no one cares. Look, you're either an actor or you're not. That's either right. you can pull the role off or you can't. I don't care what your derivation or orientation is. Who cares? But well, we, we, we went to a play in uh, North Hollywood years ago, and it was, a, it was a white woman who played King Lear. King Lear, oh, it was, it was, and it was a buzz. I saw it. I thought it was a great. I go, hey, all right, all right, see what this is. But no, it, it was so in, a little graphic. She was a little sexually graphic in it, but that was, it was it probably really was well a done. pushback on the, all those times where it was popular for men to play all the roles. Oh, there in, we go. You, you mean two thousand years ago? <clears throat> yes, we've got to worry about that stuff. Mm-hmm, you know, we sure do. There's still sense about the kabuki. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go, exactly. So, cost aside, the 220 for a gray man, don't let that bother. What do I care? Okay. I mean, again, it'll affect my, my subscription at some point, but as long as it's a great movie, and this is a great movie, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Billy Bob Thornton, Anna Diarmas, and directed by the Russo brothers, who did the uh, two Avengers films and two Captain America films. Right. It is a great movie. So put that one on your list. I loved it. it. And again, that was another one of those movies. It's a weird thing. They they opened it in theaters for a week. I can't see it qualifying for anything apart from technical Oscars, but whatever. And then they moved it to streaming right away. So well, about the rapey scene in uh, in, in the uh, Marilyn Monroe one. If you have it on streaming, you can fast forward through it. Yeah, that's yeah. God for that. that. Nice. I just works for me. I don't. Uh, I don't want to see it. It's no. just uh, it's, it's too, too disturbing. disturbing. It is. It's too disturbing. So yeah, that's the, maybe now again maybe there's more to it, but God, I think you know. Remember Clerks, the first Kevin Smith movie. Yep, yep, I do. That was in danger of being rated NC-17 back in the day because oh, really? of the language they used in the in the in the frank mm-hmm. talk about sex. I don't know who determines these things. I mean, uh, where, where, at what line do you say, oh, okay, we can go up to this point where, okay, the sex talk has gone over the line. I mean, what, what do you say to determine that it gets rated that? It must have been pretty bad. You I, can actually uh, read the very, very specific specifics about their rating system online. They have like, oh, you can have uh, so much, uh, you know, fantasy oh, violence or so much realistic violence you can have these this swear word so many times in this context etc it's all very very codified yeah and, and why, why aren't we more sensitive about the violence in films you know you know a rape know. scene, a, rape scene you yeah. know, a graphic rape scene does that really is that something we really should be showing you know yeah. on our screen I, again, is that some, I, as a society is that a healthy thing because there's some some guys and some girls they like that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and you start you start making it mainstream. I don't know. Be real careful. Honestly, that's why I never watched Game of Thrones, and I understand you never that did you get a lot yeah, of that too sort violent of stuff for in me. There. Yeah, we watched. That's uh, not entertainment. <clears throat> we watched six seasons of The Walking Dead, and eventually, I was just like, you know what? I'm done. 
Yeah. Because every season they just <laughs> they had to top themselves in the violence and oh, the, they you know, did. how yeah, awful sure. everything was, and it was sure. just like this isn't fun anymore. Did you, Andy? Did you quit when um, it, season seven they start out with a brutal murder? Of yep, two that's of when the we court. quit. That was it for me too. That, that I looked was... at the ratings actually afterwards because Melissa was like, "Oh come on, it's you know it's probably going to get better." I looked at the ratings. There was like a. Uh, Six million person drop Whoa. on that episode. Whoa! Everyone, because everyone was like, "This is just torture porn." Now so I don't want to see exactly. this. Exactly. Yep. Everyone dropped out, and the ratings never recovered. And the show, the show's still going somehow, but barely anyone watches it. I don't understand it. And and you're, that that beginning first episode, season seven, it is one of the most brutally violent scenes I've ever seen. Yep. And they only did it to appease the fans of the. It's not a, they call it a graphic novel. But yeah, it, it's a comic. It was, they wanted to match the visuals of mm-hmm. the graphic novel. And graphic is the key word there because it is about as graphic as it can get. And and I don't think I have ever quit a show called Turkey the way I did with Walking No, me Dead either. Most of the time of I just that. get bored and stop watching. But that, I was like, yeah, shut it off. We're done. So I got to ask everybody on the show, what were you going to do tomorrow? You won't be able to do because of what I'm about to tell you. So <laughs> did you have some plans tomorrow? You won't be Is able it to the pull rapture. Uh, kinda. Finally, kind of. We've these, been waiting. All these false starts. <laughs> yeah. Catherine, what you got planned for tomorrow that you won't be doing? Uh, yeah. Well, when I. Hey, when I he- go up to heaven. I'm happy heading up. Um, heading me up. north. You're all set? Okay. I got nothing. <laughs> Here's why I'm asking this question. This is uh, all across the news services in America today. The United Nations chief, uh, that is Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez, uh, the United Nations chief warned the world Monday that, and I quote, Humanity is just one misunderstanding or one miscalculation away from nuclear annihilation. They've been saying that for 40 years. I know they have. That's why I wanted to bring it up again. He thinks they're going to blow up the world in the next couple of days. No, that's... I mean, even North Korea was like, you know, let's cool off on the nukes. Relax, Is it tied into this whole uh, Pelosi is pissing off China thing? I think so, yeah. I think that's what it's all about. Mutually assured destruction basically means that no one can nuke anyone else because they'll just get nuked by everyone else. Nuke. Oh, once you set off the first nuke, we are done. Yeah, that's and everyone that is, knows that. That is like, true. So yeah. why there's no one who would willingly destroy the entire world out of spite? Well, that's good well, to know. Yeah, think about know. think about Putin, though, man. <clears throat> he that would never. Dying he, like they he, say he no, is. What he cares What's about is him? the power of Russia and his own personal power. And if money. you destroy the entire world, you have no more power because yeah. everyone is dead. Well, maybe he's got an entire city bunker where he's got his select people that he wants to be around. Well, but I mean, even then... Repopulate the universe. Before, he would be dead before the world was habitable again. So, there you go, no more power. Maybe he's got some evil plot. Some evil plot. Dr. Evil. Now you're watching too many movies. Only safe place (laughs) to go after nuclear Armageddon is another planet. Because that fallout can last for centuries. Centuries, yeah. Unless you're Wally. Unless you're Wally, which, by the way, was one of the last G-rated Disney films. Did you ever talk about the Duke with Tim? I did not talk about the Duke with Tim, no. I heard you talk about this on KQ. What what is the Duke about? Oh, you haven't seen it? No, no. Is it a show or a movie? It's a movie movie with um, Helen Mirren and Jim Broadbent. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, both. I love Helen Mirren. They're both terrific actors. Really good. Absolutely fabulous. It's not the dude. Nope, the no, Duke. It's the Duke. Oh. It's about a guy a that steals a Goya a painting. She's oh. a dude. And it's, uh, he's a really great character. He's so 2020. Well, it came out in 2020? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that because it was just released uh, on our <clears throat> on our service. I don't know what that was all about. But uh, he, it was, they were both terrific in it because all the, those two do is argue the entire movie. Sounds very British. She takes shots at him yeah. the entire movie. It's hilarious. Very, very funny. But So they left out a lot of the stuff about the painting in the movie. They did, yeah. yeah they it, did. It's a true story-ish. Yeah, of, yeah. A lot of it's true, but then there's a lot that they right. left out. Right. So in essence, a, a Goya painting was stolen. And yeah. Then that, that's the only true part. That's the only, yeah, that's the Probably. true part. And in it was returned. In 1961, the portrait of the Duke of Wellington was stolen. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if it was ever returned. Yes, it was. It was bought back, actually. Oh, was it? it yeah. It was bought back, yeah. Oh, Dr. No also uh, was about that. The Dr. James Bond no movie? Really? Yep. The painting was on display in Dr. Yeah, no's lair. Yeah, remember at the end of the movie, they were, watching the, they were watching the movie and they saw the painting? Yes. Yeah, that was that movie. Oh, that was oh, that yeah. movie, that's yeah. right. Wow. Yeah. So cool. It's, it's, I think you would love it, Tim. Oh, I, well, again, like I say, I love Helen Mirren, and talking before about cultural appropriation, there was some hubbub about it when it was announced, and you got to believe when it comes out, uh, Helen Mirren playing Golda Meir and not oh, cool. being Jewish. Oh, yeah, that'll be cultural appropriation, absolutely. Yeah, there, they've, there's already been a firestorm over it. So oh, for heaven's sakes. Here we go again. Again, it's, it's just going to get to the point where let's just do documentaries then. I mean, if, if nobody yeah. can play anybody, let's just film real life yeah. because apparently so-and-so is, you know, you can only play what you are well, <laughs> you how, know, how, and nothing more. How long have Jewish actors been portraying Christians mm-hmm. in all other religions? In, or Italians or portraying Italian, Native Americans. That's right. Or uh, whites portraying Asians. I mean. This is the most bizarre thing in the world. We, we watched, we watched uh, to ca- uh, cast a long shadow yeah. with Kirk Douglas, um, John Wayne, Frank Sinatra. And that was a story where Kirk Douglas really played a, a Jewish um, uh, commander uh, in the formation of Israel. And it was, you know, really well done. And I just, I don't know. It, 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 he well, sort Kirk of, Douglas was what, Jewish, though. I know, but and he sort of, and he, but at that time he sort of came out as a Jew um, you know, I don't know the people. I never realized he was Jewish. What do I care? You know, exactly, but, exactly. Who cares? I know. Entertain me for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I, I, grew, I I went to. I was a resident with a fellow named of uh, Jordan Gottlieb. He was Jewish. I never knew he was Jewish ever. I never knew he was Jewish until he called me. He says, "How do I market my practice once I'm in practice?" I, I said, and, and he started talking about going to synagogue. I go, "You're Jewish?" And I he said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, hang around the Jewish community. Start going to synagogue." You know, you'll be fine. Right. The community sticks together. So. Yeah. So this this appropriation thing, man, it's just it's going way too far. And who cares? Who cares? I agree. Man, who cares? Couldn't agree more. And then more. again, the problem the problem is is that enough people aren't standing up to it. Um, for example, you had this isn't a cultural appropriation <laughs> thing. This, well, it's what do they call it? Ableism. That's the big argument. 
apparently, Beyonce said some word in a new song of hers. She said that spastic. spastic, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which in and, England is like people, a big deal. Was pissed about that, no, so now she's taking it out. Oh, yeah, I, it was Beyonce. I they, did, they both did it. Lizzo said spaz, and, and yeah, she had to do like it. she did like a public apology and stuff. There, there was a video game uh, from like twenty. Oh, Mario Party in two thousand seven. Uh, he used the word spastic and it got recalled in the UK. Yeah. Apparently, it's like a, a really, really bad swear in the UK. But really? here, it's, it's a medical term. It's spasm, 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 spasm. spasticity. It's a medical term. It is. It I is. Use it. Well, but I mean, so is retarded. Yeah. No, it isn't. No, no, well, they're, they're, they're it mental was. retardation. Yeah. If you, call, you mean you can call someone mentally retarded, you can either be a doctor or you can be insulting them. It's you know, well. kind of that kind of thing. But I don't know. Sp- for some reason, wow. well, I mean, it's like, okay. you know, there's words over there that are unforgivable over here and vice versa. That's just, you know, how the yeah. world works, I suppose. You want to talk unforgivable. The movie Black Like Me, where a true story, a guy, a white guy, uh, darkened his skin to just see what it was like to be black in America. Uh, the biggest problem with that was the guy they chose, the white guy they chose to play the black man, James Whitmore. <laughs> Like the whitest guy ever born. Well, I mean, his last Not name possible. is White Moore. White so. Moore, yes. You know. He was going around, yeah, let me talk to you guys about it. You're, how are you guys doing? Are the cops coming out? I was like, oh my God. that's <laughs> terrible. I'm sure there are northern Minnesotan black people. <laughs> well, and then, of them. course, the all-time greatest one was oh. Mickey Rooney playing the Japanese yeah. guy in oh, Breakfast at Tiffany. God, yeah. That's what, yeah. That's yeah, my that was my that. I was earlier. telling you that, and he was like. I thought you were talking about Charlie Chan. He was Sidney Toller. Yeah, but that was much longer ago. Yeah. There was a Sidney Toller, and there was another guy that played Charlie Chan. I can't remember. Sidney Toller and somebody else. Let's see here. I don't know who it was. I have no clue. Portrayed by many people. Oh, really? By many? <laughs> and a lot of them were actually Asian. Oh, Japanese so specifically. A couple of honkies there thrown a, in there. There was a Spanish guy. But Charlie Chan was There was a Chinese. Swedish guy. He was Chinese. He yeah. was Chinese, yeah. We well, can't have a Japanese Some person. Japanese people, a Swedish well, guy, a Spanish guy. Uh, so basically everyone except a Chinese guy played Charlie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> a British guy. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There's a Jamaican man? Uh, oh, a Chinese man voiced him. In radio plays. Something. In the radio so, plays. Oh, there you okay. go. That's something. They did overplay the accent like mad oh, in those movies, too. Oh, what no, downstairs? To... Da, 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 da. Like, <laughs> it's on. probably because they didn't know how to do the accent. Probably. Yes. No, of course they didn't. Well, they, we, have plenty of, we have plenty of Chinese immigrants to yeah. play those parts. Maybe You'd not think. at that time. Oh, I don't know. Well, they were, well you know, they were. They, were. they came over to build the uh, railroad. There have been Chinese immigrants That's, in yeah, this country. Yeah, but were they actors? Did they want to be actors? Maybe I don't in, think so. And it's possible culturally that might be an unacceptable profession for uh, for an individual. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. That's a whole. Well, there's a lot of cultures that do not look kindly on actors. Yeah, well, that, that's no. That is very and true. That, and that's one. Of, that's one of the reasons why when emig- when the Jewish immigrants came to New York, nobody wanted to be actors. No one wanted to be musicians. No one wanted to teach music. No one. No one wanted to collect garbage or collect metal. And that's why those businesses were taken over by the Jewish immigrants because that's the only work they could get. It was a little anti-Semitism, if you don't realize that. Right. It was a little anti-Semitism when they showed up here, just like there was against the Italians, against the Irish, especially the Irish. We don't want the Irish. 
We don't want the <laughs> Irish. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that scene from from Blazing Saddles mm-hmm. was going to come up at some point during this conversation. The Irish being cops always confused me, because it's there like, were a lot of cop Irish cops in New York. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, how did they all get into that sort of business? Whereas all the other Im- immigrants became maybe organized criminals. It's interesting. Well, so the Irish, though. Well, I mean, yeah, the Irish had mobs, of course, but right. they also became cops, whereas yes, there weren't a whole did. lot of Italian cops in the 20s. Some, not, not a lot. Not many. You're right. You're absolutely right. Well, well the Irish no one would started off as, as the gangs of New York, remember? Yep. yep, absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right, Timmy, what else you got, Pally? Uh, not a lot. Um, again, I, I, I'm just, it's interesting how these films, the releases are changing now, like The Gray Man, which I think would have been a very successful theatrical film. And then you get another one like Bullet Train, which I'll review on the queue this week. It's got, a, I think, another one of these deals where it's in theaters for a week and it goes to Netflix, but this one wasn't funded by Netflix. So that tells me something different. Oh, yeah. So we yeah. have breaking yeah. entertainment news. Kristen joined us. <laughs> Breaking Kristen's news, yeah. or something. Well, so, Bullet Train's not the same as Silver Streak. No, okay. no. Okay. It, it takes a, it takes a, uh, a place on a bullet train in Japan. Okay. A Shinkansen. You know what? I got to tell. Now that Kristen's with you, I want to tell everybody the the five people in studio here and Tim and Kristen. You know the guy who won the one point three billion dollar lottery ended up with four hundred seventy four million bucks after the win, right? Mm-hmm. 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 Tiger Woods just turned down $800 million in cash. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really need it. Oh, I can't. He, it yeah. For what? Yeah. To play he's already in the, a multimillionaire. He's yeah. a billionaire. Yeah, a billionaire. He's, he's a billionaire. But yeah, apparently they wanted to play in that LIV uh, thing over in Saudi Arabia. Offered him $800 million cash. And he said no. Brad Blanks was there. I love him. Was he? Yeah. I love Tiger Woods. I think that that shows a lot of he understands the situation of. Yep, taking I agree. Money. Well, God, I wouldn't go to Saudi Arabia, but he's been doing it for years. Yeah. He has been playing there for years. That is true. I mean, he's done a lot of things for money that you know. Oh. you can't just well, all of a sudden so say he's he a good person. Yeah, is all true. What is his net worth? Do you know? Over a billion dollars. Yeah, oh. he can afford to turn it down. Hey, yeah, uh, I have to actually so. run. I have a, a repair guy here. so uh, What, to repair your brain? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'll, I'll talk with you. Uh, ha- have a great week, everybody. All right, Timmy, thank uh, you. Kristen, have a good time with these guys the next half hour or so, and um, we'll talk next week. Sounds good. I yeah. like it, Timmy. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, and now, of course, Kristen Burt to push us around. For the second. <laughs> push that's what around. my job is. What's, that's her job is to push me around. Tom, get out of my way. So what's going on, Chris? What's the latest? What's the latest? Well, you know, I was thinking, I, I watched um, a Netflix show, and I thought, well, Tom will hate this, but I think <laughs> Alex and Catherine will like it, which is Uncoupled. It is by Darren Starr, who did... Sex in the City, oh, and yeah. to me, it was what and just like that wanted to be. Darren Starr did not go on to do um, and just like that. Only M- Michael Patrick King did. But I so I think what Darren Starr created. He also does Emily in Paris. He did Younger. I just think like it's a fun. You'll you'll recognize a lot of storylines from so you uh, from uh, Sex in the City, but I think you guys will enjoy it. Okay. Uncoupled, all right. Thank it's called you. Uncoupled and it's on Netflix. 
Virgin River Uncoupled came back. On Netflix, it stars Neil Patrick Harris. It's it's about a gay couple who breaks up after 17 years together and his reemergence onto the dating scene being close to 50. And it's actually really hilarious. Oh, I bet. I love is. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, he's very his, good. He and his family are just the cutest. Yeah, I don't, and I, I promise, you guys will definitely recognize storylines. You'll be like, oh, yeah, that kind of happened in like season four. It doesn't matter. It's just kind of like a fun eight episode. They're like 30 minutes or 28 minutes, somewhere right around there. It's fun. It's fluffy. It's enjoyable. Good to know. Yeah, but gay guys, yeah. a gay guy that's in his 50s going back to date, that's, man. No, that's a tough. That's a tough I thing. I would think, man, that, guys that, in their thirties. Yeah, they're really in the thirties. They can't get dates. Oh, Jason, Jason said, "You think it's bad for women about you know aging and how everybody just throws you away?" He said, "In the gay community, it's a million times worse." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have a my one of my dearest friends is a gay man, and he just turned thirty-two a couple weeks ago, and we went out to dinner with him, and I like I did a cheers, and I was like, "Happy birthday, baby!" and his boyfriend was like baby you mean old man oh my oh, god i know and i was like oh my god no <laughs> it's like what and he just kept on talking about himself talking about how old he was and i was just like old, what you're 32? 32 like what i know it was yeah well the, the, weird yeah you know, I, I i'd want a queens and and he would go to palm springs all the older <laughs> 80 90 and 70 year olds were there. You go down, you're 30. You're a young guy. You get plenty of dates. Yeah, there you go. Guys. Hands in, yeah just go to Palm Springs. Not anymore. Palm Springs is a young person's town now. I know. We all, everybody, all the gay guys moved out of West Hollywood. They went to Palm yep. Springs. Oh, did they really? Oh, yeah. Well, Last time we, went, we drove, drove down, drove through West Hollywood, it was it was all mixed couples. It was, it was heterosexual couples. And I go, what happened to West Hollywood? It's bizarre. That was the most bizarre thing yeah, in the world. Pioneer Town, if anyone's been to Pioneer Town in. Uh, just outside of Palm Springs, which is you know like this old like dusty desert town, has now become a hot spot, and people are buying a property and renovating it. And now all of a sudden, the town can't handle all of the traffic, of course, because everyone moved there during the pandemic and then stayed there. All, all, all guys? No, nope. oh, families. Okay. I mean, real mixed crowd. Yeah. Well, the pollution's heavy over there. I remember seeing it last time I drove out of the valley up there. I go, whoa. The- the Palm Springs is polluted now. You can just see the see the pollution, see the really? smog. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, that's it, too bad. It used to be clear. You drive. drive oh yeah, absolutely. You'd be driving east. I would drive from Arizona into uh, through Palm Springs, crystal clear. You could see the mountain, everything like that. And you drive drive down into the valley, oh, yeah. and you look off in the distance right. in the freeway, and you just see the the headlights coming towards you, just getting oranger and oranger, and they just disappear about three or four miles ahead of you. Now, when you come up out of the valley, you think you're going to see crystal clear. No, it's smog. It lays up there yeah. in that valley. Well, yeah, a well, lot of people. Yeah, well, look at Phoenix. My God, that's even worse. Just that's a, always yeah, that was worse when I was in school. Pretty there. much gross now. Yeah. yeah. If you're fascinated by aliens, ghosts, cryptid creatures like Bigfoot, then I have the show for you the paranormal 60 with dave schrader each week we investigate different claims of the supernatural bringing you the top guests and experts from around the world listen on all of your favorite podcast platforms pocket cast amazon music audible podcast addict pod chaser google podcast cast spotify iHeartRadio, radio and apple 
Apple Podcasts. The Paranormal 60 with Dave Schrader. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah. And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SaberHeating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website, continuumweightwellbeing.com, or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. You know, I just th- thought of someone, Catherine, that I really miss, and the kids never met him, obviously, but I really miss talking to Scott, my agent in New York. Oh, he was hilarious. What a piece of work. And I mean this as a high compliment. He was the gayest man I've ever met. Yes. He was. And I mean uh, it as a compliment. He was so incredibly funny. I mean, I, did, I could, I'd love to say a couple of things that he said to me, but I can't because they were so <laughs> way over the top that people would get deeply offended uh, let's say, I can't say the word itself, but I asked him, so Scott, do you ever watch sports? He goes, sports? And I'm not going to do an imitation of his voice because it's not necessary. But he goes, sports? What do you mean sports? I said, well, you know, I just went to a Yankees game, and I, you know, I'm a big Twins and uh, Viking fan. You, you follow sports? He goes, I only follow one sport. And it's the word that starts with a D. And it's women who are in love with other women. I like oh. I liked watching D hockey. Wow. <laughs> he called it D only he used the whole word. You know, it's well, remember Dick Van Dyke? Remember him? Yeah. It's kind of that. Oh. Exactly. What do you like? That's the only hockey the only sports he has watched is hockey played by gay women. <laughs> it was, he was very funny. There was a gay guy who used to deliver our uh, our laundry. 
and he would he would come in and, and he would say hello to all the women, but he would touch me on the shoulder. It was just, it really was the sweetest thing. Yeah, it, I, I mean like it was that. a very gracious thing, and it was it's very nice. So he, he came in one time and I was talking to him, but you know I was out, I told him I was out looking at fabric and I was touching fabric and everything like that, and I could feel myself just becoming more and more gay, and 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 I, I was I, I got to maybe like forty nine. 49.5% gay. And I said, well, I got to get rid of some of this gayness. So I said, oh, I got to watch some, I got to watch some professional football. No, oh, there you it, go. It's so mm. And he says, oh, professional football, all those men in the tight pants. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, for real. that's one of the best things in the world. That's so homoerotic. And I just, I love it. We laughed like a sunbitch that whole time. It, it, of course. It was back in the day when people could embrace one another. You're totally different, but you were great friends. God, I wish we could get back to that. Wasn't that great? So who cared if he was gay? Who cares? He did a job. He did a wonderful job. He got you a great work, made a great living for you yeah. and himself. Oh, he did. Absolutely, he did. I, 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 I'm just so, I really am so done with this. With all this sort of stuff, worrying about something. So what do you think, Chris? Do you think, do you think that people will calm down with all? We were just talking about, you know, Marilyn on, on uh, Netflix and the fact that the woman was. Was that? It's called Blonde. Yeah, it's called Blonde. You know that, don't you, Kristen? Anna de Armas, yeah. Yeah, but she's a Spanish, Cuban Spanish woman. Now, if we're reverse, somebody'd be complaining, and it'd be white. By the way, it'd be white people complaining about cultural appropriation. That's what they'd go with, uh, and I, I think that's ridiculous. If you're a great actor, I don't care if you're a man, you're a woman, you're Spanish, you're whatever the hell you are. If you're really good at it, you should get the job. Yep. Correct. Well, I would think so, and I think a lot of the complaints are coming in about her accents sliding in and that i, I will so say yeah, that's, yeah. that can slide me out of a film and i when i go to a movie and it's from new england and someone tries to do the boston accent oh and yeah don't, yeah it takes me out of a movie and i think that that is where a lot of the the issues are with anna de armas and uh, you know i, I still want to see it it looks kind of intriguing to me and kind of a fresh take on Marilyn. right but I understand that if all of a sudden you start hearing a Spanish accent coming out of Marilyn Monroe, you're going to go, well, wait a minute. <laughs> well, it's better than... God, I hated her voice. <laughs> yeah, that. the baby well, voice. The baby voice was obnoxious. She probably... Um, well, that was supposed to be sex kitten stuff, right? Oh, it was? Talking yeah. like a little girl? Boy, yeah. Yeah. Sexy. Yes. That's, I, I, I always got... No, it's creepy. It is, yeah. Super creepy. It's very gross. And they say, you know, that hello, daddy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gross. Oh, God. Oh, so really I slap nasty. women across the face feel. that act like that. I know. Well, did you ever listen to Dr. Drew when he used to do Love Line years yes. ago on yep. radio? Yep. He would talk about women who do that oftentimes have sexual abuse in their history. Yeah. Oh, that's even they were younger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it makes and sense. It's usually when they were affected by it, like it almost oh. like there. It's really sad, actually. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's so the insinuation on the movie. There, I guess there, there's this brutal kind of a scene, and I, God knows, I I, I'm, I ain't gonna. It's, you don't need it. No, I, wow. Fast forward. Hit that fast. As soon as as soon as that rape scene starts rolling. No, I don't need boom, that either. I that. agree with you. I don't want to watch rape scenes. I couldn't agree more. I'm gonna go watch Care Bears instead. Care Bears that'd be good. <laughs> Care Bear stare. That would work. Because their voices aren't annoying at all. Well, but they are babies, so it's <laughs> like you true. know, when a baby uh, talks like a baby. The worst one is that pony thing. My Little Pony. Oh, My Little Pony. The voices on My Little Pony. Are you kidding are... me? Rainbow Dash is the best. I'm Rainbow Dash. Yeah, well, that's one of she them. She talks like this. The other one. Like, what are you doing? Just... Yeah. yeah. Well, they all sound like Tara Strong because I'm pretty sure half of them are talking? Tara Strong. Uh, Timmy from um, Fairly Odd Parents. That's oh. Tara Strong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
She does, she's always done that like little little boy little girl voice on uh, those kind of like cartoons yeah, like and stuff. Zany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, zany. I, I like love it. the word zany. Mm-hmm. Zany's quite the word, no question about it. So, one other thing I got to ask you, Kristen. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people about this. As a matter of fact, my friend Renee and I were talking about it yesterday. He couldn't g- get past about the middle. So about four or five episodes of Dope Sick. He said it just, it upset him way too much what that family did to America. How many people they killed just to make money. He couldn't even continue watching it. After the episode seven, I literally had a nightmare about the damn thing. Uh, should I watch eight or should I just run away? You should finish it. it I mean, it's if you're that far along, you should finish it. Um, I understand why it's upsetting, and oh. anyone who has known someone, whether it's a family or friend, yep. would be extremely angry. I'm angry, and I don't have someone that you know has had an opioid addiction, but right. um, manipulation that happens behind the scenes when it comes to pharmaceuticals and our healthcare industry, it's all kind of tied up in this big, messy situation, right. and I, I think we all can... Um, relate on some level, you know, and, and I think even just even in the pandemic of like talking about like vaccines and not wanting vaccines and can we trust some of these companies that are, people are questioning it and I get it, you know, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated, but I get why people question it at the same time, especially when you see something like this, because you see how it's manipulated and then sold to us. Right. And you're, if you're just believing your doctor, like, okay, it's not addictive because that's what the doctors were told by the pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. You're like, great, I will take these and these will help my pain go away. Because when you're in chronic pain, it's a miserable existence. Mm-hmm. There was a, a, what, his character, Michael Keaton's character, wasn't he up to like 450 milligrams yeah, of Oxycontin? Well, we knew a guy that oh. was, had back pain and he took something like eight Oxys a day. Yeah, that's oh, not good for God. you. Well, and it's interesting. I, I, that's what I thought that the, the, series did very well in talking about the escalation how they were saying okay this amount is not enough so you know double right, it. okay right. now double that double that well if and you how- take it at a long enough scale you will have to increase it it's not like you know right. some yeah, people yeah, need yeah. to you will not, become desensitized yeah. you will need to increase it what they given do. enough time yeah it's- but it was fascinating to watch it and just how the pharmaceutical companies were then telling the doctors, yeah, just, you know, double the dosage, mm-hmm. up the dosage, no problem, it's mm-hmm. still not addictive, don't worry. Um, and at the time, you know, people were buying what they were selling, and so it created a whole generation of addicts. Well, if it hadn't been for that FDA special label, none of this would have happened. Yeah, that's right. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. The FDA is absolutely culpable. There absolutely. Is no question about it. And I and and but the physicians who believe that. Yeah. The time release. Time release. It was a special I, label from the FDA. I, I mean, I, everybody I, knows I, how hard it is care. to get something through the FDA. I don't care. If physicians were stupid enough to believe that because it's a narcotic. I heard that same pitch. It's a narcotic. We've known about narcotics for 100 years. It's addictive. It's a problem. It's going to be a problem. It's always a problem. That's why you cannot overprescribe narcotics. This is this. No, it's a group of physicians who either got because at the time they may have given a little little taste under the table to prescribe this stuff Mm -hmm. or the information that they got or all this stuff. If they were if they were that ethically corrupt or stupid then that's what you get that you know it's also not, look I, where the pharmaceutical companies targeted releasing the narcotics first yeah. the, and I, that's also a problem yeah but my but the, but the point is I, I'll also share with you 
hydrocodone, not oxycodone, which is what oxycontin is in a time-release form. Hydrocodone was a godsend for my dad because he had a horrible injury, had terrible back pain. He took that. He well, if you it for, need it, it really have, is the only thing He may thing have taken it for 20 years. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then once he had back surgery to relieve his pain, he stopped it. And, he, and I've mm-hmm. said before, he went through narcotic withdrawal when yeah, he stopped absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, it you really know. is crazy how little power we have over pain. Because, like, yeah, NSAIDs true. are just, like, awful in general. You, you know, if you take too many of them, yeah, they cause so many problems. Anything's fine Opiates short term. are addictive and will kill you if you take too many of them. And that's, like, basically it. Yeah. That, that, that's we have no right? good options. Yeah, aspirin. Aspirin. Aspirin also, your, that'll... Trash your stomach. Yep, trash your stomach. Okay. It'll thin your blood if you take too much of it. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know. I... I, I the physicians have to carry some of that responsibility because to hear something like that, I heard it and I go, oh, that's wrong. I immediately said, oh, that's wrong. It's weird. They had a map of the United States and where the where the yeah. people were dying and stuff. And really, it was not in the upper Midwest for some strange reason. I don't know why. Maybe the docs here were smart. And they go, that's wrong. But it was all over. You know, like where Kristen was saying, it started in mining towns where people yeah, had terrible right, accidents right. and had chronic pain, and it went yeah. up. Pencil, it went up Pittsburgh. to Pennsylvania. That's yep. exactly where yep. my dad got Maine. hydrocodone. Yeah, Maine, Maine. Yep. West Virginia, Kentucky. Oh yeah, it was, anywhere it, where people were doing hard manual labor for a long time, and their bodies were just shot. beat mm-hmm. up. Yep. And like I said, there's nothing else you can do really. Nerve block, but that's also not a so, great yeah, option. <laughs> You know, I then how about what not one doctor that was running a pain pill clinic? Pain, what do they call them? pill the, mills? Not pill one, mills. not pill one mills. went to jail for that. Well, there's my point. Was that if someone's oh god, this is so upsetting to me. If someone, if it, even at that time, if a physician was writing, writing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of chronic prescriptions for large numbers, somebody should have said, Hey, uh, hey, Dr. Jim, uh, what's going on here? Well, and the other thing is, it's not like this was some new drug that people didn't understand. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, it's this brand new thing. How does it work? We don't know. Uh, people have been fighting wars over this stuff for 200 years at least. Opium dens in India and China, those were a thing hundreds of years ago. The exact same compounds. They're just in a different format here. They're just narcotics. So we've known that they're addictive for centuries. We've known that they stop working you need more. We've known that you can overdose on them. So, I mean, there's really no way to say, oh, they, they didn't know any better. They didn't know it would be addictive. It's, we've known it's addictive. Yeah. And, I, and, and I prescribe OxyContin all the time for patients. Patients have pain, yeah, give them a, give them a, a prescription for that. They might come, okay. they might come back for us. F was they, What was that? Vib- I don't know. Vibrating. Was your phone? Phone? Fancy Pelosi invade China? Crazy. <laughs> So, but that, that's a you know. I, I, when someone comes back for a second, uh, a prescription, I always say, uh, I don't know about this. Yeah. They come back for a third, they may get it, but then if anything beyond that, you're going to a pain clinic. You're going to a narcotics recovery right, area. You right. got a problem. But when I got and, when I had my surgery, they only gave me like three days worth. Yeah, that's they, right. they barely they give do. you any mm-hmm. anymore yeah, because they're so worried about getting in trouble for Good. overprescribing. They should be, but. but you know, uh, and I, there's you know, a good documentary, just if anyone's interested, and it, it's probably about five years old now, but called Dr. Feelgood. It's about yeah. Dr. Oh, William Horowitz, yeah. who yep. was the doctor who was sentenced to 25 years for overprescribing opioids. Um, and it's just really well done and kind of just explains, because, I mean, he leaned into, like, that he was justified in giving out the mm. amount of opioids that he was. 
God, what a world. Well, I don't know if I can watch any more of these. Hey, I'm like obsessed yeah. with dope sick. I'm like, I'm always, has it for free, I'm always talking well, about it to anybody. What about the doctor who prescribed the uh, dipper van for uh, Michael Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's he right. actually went to prison, though, right? Yeah. I think so. He actually got in trouble. Well. Oh, but I mean, that's an anesthetic. That's like, you oh, know. I know. That's, well, that's my point. You can't get it on the street. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's... As opposed to Prince. He, did he get his fentanyl? Was he getting it legally or illegally? He, it was from know. a doctor, I think. Oh, there you go. Conrad Murray was a cardiologist. Yeah. Yeah. And not even an anesthesiologist. And he was allowing him to self-administer. What? Which, yeah, that's why oh, he died. God. He was self-administering propofol, oh, which wonderful. You, you cannot do, you know. No. If you put that dial a little too high, you, you're knocked out. That's it. You're it's dead. a cardiologist. What in the world is a cardiologist? Did that's Michael Jackson have a heart that's problem? probably why he went to no, prison. No, he, he was a doctor who, you know, got a really nice salary to say yep. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a yes true. man. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. he had access so, so to that kind of thing, though. So, I believe that he had several um, baby mamas, and he had a lot. He owed a lot in child support, if I remember correctly, and he had some financial issues. So this was like a job that like guaranteed him. So there you go. Mm. Th there you go. Medical schools do nothing to screen the individuals to come in for ethics, no, for don't. how they think, and, and chemical dependency. They do nothing for that, and this is what you get as a bunch of physicians. Yep. There you go. How, do you, how does a cardiologist even get that, like, daily Not a doses of propofol? Not a clue. Even an anesthesiologist, even the head of a hospital, if they're checking out propofol every day, someone's going to investigate them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are well, they? Well, well, is we, anyone well, looking? No, but you can buy it. Well, we buy it in our office all the time. All the but time. what if you, can, you go to multiple sources and nobody's cross-checking the sources, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. I suppose. True. But, I mean, like, every day. Because he needed it to sleep every night, I'm pretty sure. He, he was on it. Yeah. No, he chose to well, use Well, he to said sleep. he needed it. Oh, so I he know, took it yeah, every right, night. He chose But, to. I mean, like, you know, that's a, that's a, at least a one bag of propofol every day. Yeah. Well, I don't know how. Well, Michael Jackson was an addict. He did go to drug rehab before his death, too. So oh, did he? I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, he did. Propofol is a nice drug, though. It is. It is a pleasant drug. Every time I've woken up from propofol, I feel like crap. Yeah. Well, the, I don't the, know. The, but a lot of people they wake up and they're feeling they're they got a smile on their face because they. I feel like they go they go to a nice island someplace and they are relaxed. Not and me. Are, is that what you get when you're in general anesthesia? Yeah. Or generally, yeah. Yeah. Generally, they start the anesthetic Before? with propofol down. Oh yeah, I had a procedure done and I couldn't stop giggling. So see, see, like, there yeah. you go. Huh. I wake I up feeling. I told the guy and had a couple margaritas. I could not. I couldn't stop giggling. I was like, <laughs> 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 Where's that video? Where is that video? Oh my gosh, what is going on? I'm like, I can't stop giggling. I am, I can't. There's nothing funny right now. And I mean, the doctor and the nurse is probably, like, what the heck is wrong with mm. Kristen had to be tied. Oh, to the I'm sure table. they've seen that many times. Yeah. I'm sure they have, but I like, I just was like, I'm like, everything is funny right now. <laughs> I wake up feeling like I haven't slept in three weeks. Like, all oh. I want to do is sleep more because I'm just so tired and yeah. exhausted. Yeah, it's like that Oxycontin stuff. They gave it to me after my knee surgery, and I just, I could feel the pain, but I didn't care. And I felt like Basically I was floating above my body, like watching reality, and I felt horrible. You sure they didn't give you ketamine? Jeez. No, it, I felt horrible. I took like one, I took two of them because they were like, stay ahead of the pain, stay ahead of the pain. Mm. Yeah. And um, I just, I, I didn't take the rest of it. It just, I don't like it at all. A lot of people react very badly to it. Yeah. And if I have a react badly and to I have it, a grand I have that reaction. Yeah. That's <laughs> all but it yeah, it's a it's a end. great series though. I mean, as much as it's disturbing oh. and upsetting and you end up hating 
the government and the system even more than you already do, you should. You should watch it. No, you're right. All right, Kristen, we only got about five minutes left, so I have to ask you. Because I just don't, I don't get it, I don't understand it, and I never will understand it. Has Jordan Peele ever come close to making a good movie? His <laughs> movies are terrible. Yeah. No, they're not. You didn't, come on. You didn't like Get Out? You didn't like Get Out, his first He didn't one. see Get Out. Actually, I didn't see Get Out. I saw the second oh one. I thought God. it was horrendous. I thought, I thought Get Out was good. Tom, you are not allowed to make the statement until you come on back and watch Get Out, and then we will discuss it. Well, how, about, how about the second one, Us? That was horrible. I enjoyed Us. It I've was terrible. No, it wasn't. You open the well, door, and you're standing there looking at yourself, and you go, okay, and just close the door? What the hell is that? Yeah, get the shotgun. Well, they're awesome. going to kill you. But, but I'm just saying, do something cops. about it. You'll just wait till they come in. Well, well what am I going to do? <laughs> Call me. I'll take care of you. Get your knife. You're going to fly, so I have to wait for you. Call Hopefully the police. It's not delayed. Yeah, call <laughs> like, the police. Hey, I'm outside scaring myself. Come over here. <laughs> I don't know. All call that somebody? Stuff. Somebody. Anybody. But get Out is fantastic. I just, you know, all these. What was it, that movie again where the woman had a love affair with the lizard man in the pool? Oh, The oh, Shape of Water? Aquas. Yeah, The Shape yeah. of Water. Oh. I was going to say Aquaman. I just Aquaman. Aquaman. Well, I, they got this I secret creature that they discovered. They don't want the world to know, but they give a key to the cleaning woman. I know. It's like, right. what? I have Ooh. found that I every year <laughs> it's more was... and more difficult to suspend my disbelief. Oh, no doubt movies. about it, Andy. Well, then how do you, I mean, I saw Whatever it was that you were shape just, of water, shape of water. Just thought yeah. it was so stupid. It was like, really stupid. What person would be like fish man? Yep. Well, I mean, he could have that like, for me. toxic <laughs> skin <laughs> or something. A romantic fantasy film. That is how it was definitely romantic fantasy. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like it's kind of like the original Star Trek, where you know every alien Captain Kirk meets, he has to have sex with. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how do you know what? they don't have like some sort of acidic secretions Horrendous. or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Captain Kirk. He's got. Or it's like he's got the tricorder. He's got the tricorder. Could get rid of anything. Or like fireflies, <laughs> they mate and then chomp off the mate's yeah, exactly. head. Like uh, I don't know. You don't know. You just say computer. Have sex with this water won best picture at the Oscars. It too. did. Somehow. It was just, it's so weird. That, that, oh, God. Yeah, terrible. Hey, besides, how, how do you know that the equipment was the same? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Those that's are. true. A fish don't really do that. You know, they do. They do something very different. I know. They, that's, How do fish mate? Uh, the female they're... lays the eggs on a rock, and then the male swims over and fertilizes them. Yeah, there's no intercourse involved. Oh, so they involved. don't like mate. Nope. Really. Well, are any fish like that a... have live? Okay. That have live births? There might be some. I, I... Uh, there's some sharks that do, but no fish that I'm aware of. No. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. All right, Kristen. To close out, what do you got? Anything we should go see? Well, I want everyone to go see Uncoupled. You have to go see Get Out, so you have to go back a few years. Okay. And then circle back next week. And let me know what you think. Let me know if your mind has changed even just a fraction. No, if you come back next Tuesday and I'm not here, it's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) It means I hated the movie. I couldn't even face you. Officer Dave says, this is exactly why I can't watch cop shows. Really? He can't suspend his disbelief because he's a cop. Well, I suppose that's oh, true, yeah. yeah. That's like any yeah. dance movie or show or even mm-hmm. reference. I'm like, that's not a pot of array. Oh, my gosh. You watch the dancing when the actors try and oh, do yeah. it if they're not trained. Horrendous. It's really painful. You're <laughs> going to hurt yourself doing that. That's Indeed. Like that. You're going to hurt yourself. Kristen, we'll talk to you next Tuesday, Pally. Sounds good. Thanks Bye-bye. a lot. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. 
I'll welcome to the family the Tom Bernard podcast.